Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's 10.08 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is Will Marotti Show. Will Marotti, your host, Matt Royce, our master of ceremonies, taking your calls, 860 522 9842. Uh, you know, I, I talked about this earlier. I, I said, you know, people are, and I understandably so, I'm not making fun of it, but people are constantly bemoaning, uh, you know, how bad things are and how messed up things are. And they'll say things like, well, we need to, you know, stand up. We need to take our country back. And I'm like, well, what does that look like practically? What can we, what can we really do on a practical level? um to to make a change in our culture and our society and i and i think that's what i appreciate so much about chris chris powell's writing is it, it addresses practical real issues it's not just theoretic it's not just well you know wouldn't it be great if there's real there's real stuff here there's meat on the bones and so always uh, happy to welcome the former managing editor of the uh, the ji the journal inquirer one of the good papers left uh chris powell chris welcome back to the show Great to be with you, Will. You're too kind. Well, it's accurate. Um, let, let's talk about something a little easier first, and we'll jump into the harder things. Uh, you've got a piece a couple days, uh, almost a week ago, you wrote about paid uh, family medical leave, which I was a complete uh, total uh, opponent of because I hate the government stealing more of our money out of our paycheck. But um, this was this is touted as this very important needed program. We're going to help so many people, and I, I guess you know it did help some, but... Uh, it, how is it looking a year into it, or almost two years since they started taking the money, but a year into it since they started putting, putting it well, out? The, the program <clears throat> reported the other day that, uh, you know, it was a, a great success, and the uh, news coverage of it uh, echoed this. And I thought that, wait a minute, you're not really looking at it in the, uh, in, in the right angle here. The, <clears throat> the program uh, said that in the its first year it had paid out about $80 million to uh, – 19,700 uh, people out of the 44,000 who had applied. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they were they were glad to get the money, but if you do the the simple math there, which, which you know, I'm able to do, you, you find out that uh, uh, 55% of the people who applied for uh, the uh, the wage replacement money had been denied. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, you know, most of the people who... Who applied were, were were denied. Now that this isn't uh, a success, and the program itself admitted that many of the people who uh, who deny who were denied indeed had lost uh, wages uh, because they were you know quarantining for uh, 
COVID-19, but they did not qualify for uh, the uh, the benefits uh, because they weren't uh, sick enough. They weren't seriously ill enough. They weren't hospitalized. uh, uh, But, you know, they they still had lost the the money. They had lost the money because of uh, of illness or infection, and uh, the program didn't didn't qualify uh, them. Uh, you know, 55% of, of the people who lost lost their wages were denied, and I, I didn't consider that a, a success. I've, I've had uh, bigger problems uh, with the uh, the program, uh, you know, quite apart from uh, its denial of uh, benefits to most people who, who apply, and that, that is that uh, the program is really just self-insurance. They take uh, half percent uh, of our... Uh, our, our income every every week, and they they you know put it in this family leave fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we could do that ourselves. Right. We could uh, we could set up a, a a savings account and you know put half of our half percent of our uh, income in it uh, every week, and you know build up an emergency fund. And uh, you know there are, there are many emergencies in life, uh, quite apart from uh, illness and uh, the illness of, uh, of family members. I mean, I think for many people. Uh, uh, a car breakdown is, uh, sure. you know, a far bigger problem Big than, deal. Uh, you know, the, your brother-in-law's uh, hospitalization. Uh, you could have a, uh, you know, you, the the breakdown of your home heating system. Uh, there's all sorts sorts of uh, sure. emergencies, but uh, the state takes, uh, you know, half per, half percent of uh, our income every week and uh, really locks it away from us. Uh, uh, I I th- thought the state really ought to have uh, respect for uh, people setting their own priorities um, and you know since it's only self-insurance I, I just think it's a it's a silly idea we uh, you know most most of us are paying this tax and we'll never be able to uh, uh, exercise the uh, the benefit from sure, it and, sure. and e- even uh, <laughs> even people who've lost wages because of illness yeah. are being denied yeah. uh, I, I don't consider the program a success at all but the, the journalistic coverage of, uh, of of the report uh, was, you know, really thoughtless. Well, they, I mean, it's all it's always a victory lap. It's always yay rah rah, whether it's true or not. We just we just make it sound that way. But you know, I mean, back to reality, right? So, forty percent. I think this is a current figure I read just a few weeks ago. Forty percent. Hard to believe, but forty percent of American families are living paycheck to paycheck. The reality is, like for me, for instance, I could have when I got ordained many years ago. I could have opted out. They give that, that ability for pastors to opt out of Social Security. I wanted to opt out because I said to myself, you know, I can save money better than the government can hold on to it for me. And I, my, my mentor, one of my mentors talked me out of it. And you don't get, you don't get a second run at it. You've you, you got to do it within a certain amount of time when your ordination takes place uh, or, or you're out. And so I, I didn't do it. And so all these years I've been paying. I kind of i am almost glad now that I did. I didn't opt out because I wonder... Uh, I wonder if I would have had the discipline to save the money. I, I mean, I could have and, and could have made a lot more money in the stock market with that money than, than letting the government sit on it. But at least there's there's something there for me at the end of the rainbow. I wonder if that's the same kind of mentality with this. Um, or, or should it be an opt-in program? Should people have, have an opportunity? Yeah, okay, I'll do it on my own or no, I'll opt into it. I mean, I, well, Social I, I, Security covers everybody, uh, you know, all the time. It's the basic uh, uh, safety net program we, we, we have in the United States. Uh, you know, this uh, family leave program 
uh, is not. You know, we can always, all of us will always be able to access Social Security, but all of us always will not be able to access this uh, family and medical leave well, program. Right. Uh, and that's really what uh, my uh, my big objection uh, to it is. Uh, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's really a... Uh, a political patronage system because the government's going to, you know, control who gets this benefit <clears throat> uh, according to, uh, uh, you know, some judgment that goes beyond the, the stated criteria. I mean, right, uh, the, the right. people who were denied here mm-hmm. uh, were people who had suffered wage loss because mm-hmm. of illness, but they were not covered uh, because the way the rules have been written. And uh, I just think that's uh, that's wrong. They, uh, the government could require us to open savings accounts and put yeah. uh, half percent in uh, uh, every week, and uh, you know we could uh, be given the access to it for emergencies. But uh, you know they they don't want us to just, you know decide what our own uh, emergencies are. I mean, I look back at over the years. If if I had been banking, if I opted out when I had the chance, like at Social Security, if I had opted out and disciplined, took the same amount of money and put it away. Now I look at what the stock market did in the last thirty years. I'd be a gazillionaire. <laughs> you know, I'm just like I wouldn't even yeah, be but, thinking you know, people, about it. Most people don't have the discipline, and that's right, the point right. of Social Security. We're not right. going to let people, uh, you know, <laughs> die or wither in the streets. And right. and you know, the, the Social Security system is the the basic safety net that yeah. everybody no, is going to be covered by always. I get it. Yeah, what, what, what isn't in this article uh, piece that you wrote, because you said 55% were rejected, right, of the people that applied? 55% yes. didn't get it, right? Well, it says that they paid uh, $80 million to the 19000 change that did get it. How much is in the fund currently after the $80 million is gone? Well, that's a good question. Well, I know they're still claiming to be solvent, but I, 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 don't, I don't have that answer. Okay. Well, that would be, but, that would but, be interesting know, the, the to find out. The people who set it up were concerned uh, about the solvency of the fund, and we'll – We'll just have to see, but uh, I imagine if there are solvency questions, they're just going to cut back on benefits. Okay. I've got two other ones I wanted to talk about, and, and both, are, both are lengthy in terms of discussion possibilities. I'm just trying to see which one I want to jump into because I know we disagree about one of them, but the other one I, I'm, I'm 100%. Let, let's talk about the one we're – we'll talk about the disagreeable one next week. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> So you you wrote this back in the twentieth, and and the question is why is society falling apart? Courts write about the gun, and and I've said this for a long time. I mean, you look at history. History is a great teacher, right? A lot of cultures, in, in Romans, Greeks. I mean, a lot of these cultures, they 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 basically imploded. They weren't taken over by. I mean, they were at the end because there was nothing left to them. But they basically imploded by by corruption and and moral decay inside within the culture. I think we're experiencing that now. So, do you, do you do you agree? Disagree? What, what what's your take on that? Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. Uh, well, I, I think we are experiencing in the United States today uh, what used to be called the corruption of prosperity. Uh, you know, some <clears throat> historians, uh, social observers had have said that there's a uh, a natural cycle uh, about countries that, uh, you know, you work hard, uh, uh, you know, you save, uh, you uh, establish a private sector, uh, uh, you value uh, work and initiative, and you, uh, you, you gain prosperity. And as you gain uh, prosperity and pass it on to your kids, <laughs> your kids and grandkids and uh, great grandkids, they start taking this for granted. They yeah. think that uh, you know prosperity is the natural order of things that doesn't really have to be worked for uh, as, uh, as as much. And uh, uh, 
it, it, it corrupts people. Uh, they don't uh, uh, respect uh, work as much. Uh, you know, the great uh, countries resort to imperialism really is as we have resorted to, uh, you know, the United States now is living far beyond, uh, beyond its means. And why? It's because we issue the, the world reserve currency and uh, we, we can essentially force other countries to buy our bonds and, uh, and to use our currency. Our, our, our money supply has, uh, has increased by an estimated 35% over the last, uh, last three years. And this this increase in the money supply has generated inflation, uh, enormous inflation, not just in the United States, but throughout, uh, throughout the world. I mean, yeah. we are living off, uh, off the rest of the world now uh, mm-hmm. because we can. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, look, we like this family leave program. Every, every day, practically, we have our elected officials and politicians giving us new programs for this and programs for that that, you know, really aren't, you know, terribly essential. But, uh, you know, the government is just expanding its, its reach constantly mm-hmm. in, in areas that are not, you know, terribly uh, compelling. Uh, so now we have... Uh, uh, this enormous inflation, which is you know something that brought brought the uh, the Roman Empire down, and uh, uh, you know people are still thinking that prosperity is a natural order of things. It's not. You got to work for it. You got to have a certain amount of uh, integrity in, in in your life. You've got to allow uh, some room for uh, for the private sector. And now we're on the downslope. And uh, you know I'm 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 hoping we can restore some uh, civic virtue, but uh, <laughs> it's not going to happen in an illiterate society. Everybody no. ought to go to the New Haven Register uh, on the internet site uh, today and 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 read the story about the co- comprehensive failure of the New Haven school system, where uh, uh, you know not even a quarter of the kids are performing at grade level. Uh, a quarter? At least, yeah, not even a quarter are performing at grade level. And, you know, do you think those kids are going to grow up to be, uh, you know, good citizens, much less newspaper readers? Do you think they're going to be involved in uh, in civic life? You know, no, they're going to grow mm-hmm. up uh, ignorant, and they're not going to be capable of anything besides uh, menial work. And does this matter to uh, the state of Connecticut? Is there a, a scandal at the state capitol today about this uh, about this story? And the story could be uh, replicated and and Hartford and Bridgeport and, and, and Waterbury and, and New London and any time uh, any time somebody wanted to look at the look at the data there we're, you know mm-hmm. we are we're going down mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you know we we don't enforce any standards anymore the kids in the cities uh, especially don't have uh, don't have parents and uh, this is not the way to maintain a, a, a strong country capable of leading the world. Well, and, and you went, you mentioned it before. I mean, a lot of time government tries to offer solutions, but they're way off on the problem. And and this is a case where if you look at, for instance, as you referenced in this article, if you look at the violence in, in cities that already have very restrictive gun laws, it's not like the criminals are, are you know, giving in to the gun laws. I mean, they're, they're violating them. But the problem isn't anything the government can fix. And so the government's only response is just more programs, more programs, steal more tax dollars, put more money, pour more money into it. Hopefully that's going to solve the problem. But they're, they're, they're trying to cure a problem, but they don't even understand what the problem is, or they're not willing to, to, to verbally recognize the problem. And well, I think the government's afraid to uh, you know, examine the possibility that the government is the cause of the problem. <laughs> um, the, uh, there was a, a community forum at Norwalk uh, City Hall uh, 
a couple of weeks ago uh, where there was a you know discussion of the the, the gun problem and uh, a lady who 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 runs a uh, i guess it's called uh, uh, street safe bridgeport uh, got up and 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 said that so many of these young men are just desensitized uh, you know the young men that are involved with uh, with gun violence uh, mm-hmm. and you know i think she was right but nobody really pursued that the the response to her uh, complaint about the desensitization of uh, of, of young men just uh, suggested, oh, we ought to have more programs, uh, you know, to address them. Well, you know, the, the young men are desensitized, you know, right. because they're growing up in, fa- in in households without a father, mm-hmm. uh, and and this fatherlessness, this, this family breakdown, is essentially uh, facilitated and subsidized by the welfare system. Uh, and and I, you know, you've heard me a million times on this. I think the breakdown of the family is. Uh, uh, the cause of most of our social problems. If you could, uh, you could make sure that uh, every kid in the country had uh, had two parents growing up. Uh, you know, ninety percent of our problems would go away. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And 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 that's the thing: the government the government can't fix. They don't have the ability to fix a lot of these problems. Now, faith groups can help. I think I think churches are underutilized in in some ways. I think churches, in some ways, are part of the problem because we don't talk about clarity in issues. We don't talk about the real issues sometimes, um, much like government. But I, I just it's baffling to me how we keep making the same, and for decades, Chris, we keep making the same mistakes over and over and over. Get the war on poverty. Lyndon Johnson, $17 trillion has been on, on poverty programs, and the poverty rate is essentially the same now as it was in 1964. So, I mean... Yeah, what, well, what, you know, that's what's, what's, what's making me especially a a bitter old crank. Um, you know, probably the, <laughs> the, the the first conference I attended as a as a young reporter was back around 1970. It was it was held in West Hartford, as I recall, and the topic was uh, the concentration of uh, of poverty in the cities, and you know we and and the you know concentration of uh, racial minorities in the cities, and our, our lack of, uh, of 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 integration. Uh, well, you know, here it is. Fifty years later, and nothing has changed, in spite of all the money that we've spent in the name of of alleviating poverty and 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 you know getting getting more integration. And uh, you know, we do have a little more integration, but the poverty is still overwhelming and probably getting worse. And is there any auditing of these policies, uh, the anti-poverty policies? Is there any auditing of educational policies? Not really. Uh, you know, we you know once these programs get started they you know they they they, they become uh, self-justifying you know keeping it going uh, whether it has good results or not we don't even examine the results anymore well, how can we examine because we start examining things that would threaten job security yeah well that's uh, that's that's part of it look you know can they get state government is first and foremost it's a it's a pension and benefit society yeah. and uh, uh, anything that gets you know in the way of that <clears throat> Is 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 secondary. Uh, we we're, we're just trying to maintain the happiness of the government employee unions because they are uh, the biggest uh, and most politically influential special interest, and they, those people are involved in in politics. They have lobbyists at the legislature every day, and you know, mere taxpayers are. You know, we 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 just you know go to work and come home and you know try to relax for a few hours. 
Well, I, I hope I hope we can figure out before we're, we're out of the biz, Chris. I hope we can figure out how to crack the code here because I, I hate to see the country continuing in this direction, but I, I don't know that there's much alternative. People, you know, I, I think sometimes people just feel like they're beaten down, and I think they're they feel like they don't have a voice. They feel like there's nothing they can do. And call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You know, and so the government just keeps doing what it does, which is stealing and spending our money. So. Yeah, well, you know, citizen involvement <clears throat> is really the only uh, solution here. But if people are too demoralized to get involved, if yeah. they're, you know, really uh, uh, too stressed and overwhelmed financially to get involved, then they're not going to get involved. Yeah. All right, Chris, great talking with you. Thank you so much for taking time. I know the audience enjoys it. I do as well. Have a great, uh, great rest of your week. Talk to you next week. Thanks, Will. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break, a couple commercials, come back, open phone lines, 860-522-9842. I'm going to see if I can play something that I've wanted to play for a couple weeks now. And uh, it's, 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 a fascinating, it's a fascinating expression, and I, and, I, and I think you'd enjoy it. So we'll see. We'll get back. Stay with us. WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back, 1039. You know, there has been something floating around the Internet for, for a while. It was... Um, I think around here at First Service back in January, and it's been picked up by a lot of people and, and talked about by a lot of people. And there's even some controversy about it in terms of whether it was an original quote or part of it was original, part of it was combined with something else. But the sentiment, the sentiment of what was said, I think was 100% accurate. And so I want to, uh, I want to play this for you. I want to do this for a couple of weeks. I want to play this for you. And Matt, if you can help me with the level on this. I think it's going to come through pretty good. So um, this this uh, this is actually a TikTok video that this uh, appears on. The camels are on the horizon. I don't know if you guys have seen this commentary floating around, but I'm going to read it to you because I think it is significant. The founder of Dubai, Sheikh Rashid, was asked in an interview about the future of his country, and he replied, My grandfather rode a camel. My father rode a camel. I ride a Mercedes. My son will ride a Land Rover. My grandson will ride a Land Rover. But my great-grandson will have to ride a camel again. Asked why, his response was, hard times create strong men.
Strong men create easy times. Easy times create weak men. And weak men create difficult times. Many will not understand it. But we need to create warriors, not parasites. Add to that the historical reality that all great empires, the Persians, the Trojans, the Greeks, the Romans, the Egyptians, and later the British, all rose and perished within 240 years. They were not conquered by external enemies. They were rotten and destroyed from within. America has reached that 240-year mark and it is starting to become visible and accelerating. We are past the Mercedes and Land Rover years. The camels are now on the horizon. The greatest generation consisted of 18-year-old kids that stormed the beaches of Normandy. And now, two generations later, some kids, some 18-year-olds, want to hide in a safe room when words hurt their feelings. They want free stuff from the government because they think they are entitled to it. The camels are on the horizon for sure. History has a funny way of repeating itself. So that's that's been out for a number of months. And again, I know there's there's some controversy whether uh, Sheikh, Sheikh Rashid, actually the late Sheikh Rashid, um, actually said that completely. He, he's given certainly credit for part of the quote. Another part may have come from a novel of some sort. It doesn't really matter. The sentiment of it is there. And I think it's so true. And I think it's so accurate in terms of describing what we're experiencing as a nation. And we've got weak people running the country. Weak people create difficult times. And that's exactly what we've seen. And so, uh, you know, again, I go back to what I started in the beginning of the program was asking the question. When I hear people say, oh, we need to take our country back. We need to stand up. What does that mean? What are, what are we doing? And what are you doing to try to help change things? It's, it's one thing to complain about it. But what are we doing to try to alter things and th bring things back into a into a better state. I mean, I, I've been trying to do that for, for you know, <laughs> 23 years at church. We've been trying to make a difference at church in, in the lives of families and lives of uh, people in our community and helping people and, and trying to teach people and give them financial secu security by teaching them how to handle their money. I mean, these are things that we've done for decades. And, and I think we're making a little dent in our part of the vineyard where we're planted. But I mean, it needs, it needs to be done wide scale, wide scale across the country. Practical things that can actually help people and keep people from, from, you know, ruining, otherwise ruining their lives. 860-522-9842. Uh, good segment with, uh, with Chris Powell. I really appreciate Chris. I appreciate Chris's writing. Uh, always has, um, always has very interesting things to, uh, to talk about and and we're 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 lucky we're fortunate uh to have uh to have chris now um i'm gonna touch on this article i've actually tried to get the the author to come on tomorrow or thursday um you've heard me talk about this before and this is um not having to count on the giant conglomerates to provide us with energy for instance for us it's eversource right i mean ui is out there but they're a smaller player eversource is a very large you know company that multiple states and um and i feel like we should explore we should do more exploration uh about microgrids where where communities are generating their own power communities are taking care of their own power power lines uh you know i think this is this is the way a, a way for us to move that would be more beneficial rather than having these massive massive companies 
control the entire area. And so this is an article that came from a, a, a website called Microgrid Knowledge. And, uh, and it's about Connecticut proposing a series of measures that consider what are called non-wire alternatives, NWAs. Um, incentives from third parties, competitive bids, ways to uh, use alternatives against what would be considered the traditional uh, distribution grid systems. And one of those being the, the microgrids. These non-wire alternatives are being employed in other utilities around uh, Arizona, Maine, Massachusetts, New York, Rhode Island, California in 2021 began using distributed energy as, as non-wire alternatives. The, in Connecticut, Pura, which is the Public Utility Regulation Authority, has issued a proposal as part of an ongoing investigation into utility distribution planning. And Pura uh, plans to issue a decision in coming months whether, whether we could start looking at other ways of doing things. And I, and I think the microgrid is a, is a, is a, a valuable alternative. I know people, I've, I've talked to people about four people in the energy business. I don't think it's, it's far-fetched. I mean, I, I guess it is because the biggest issue is the distribution and the wires. Uh, Eversource has, you know, the rights to the wires and distribution source. To be a, a microgrid, you'd have to come off of that somehow. And does that mean you have, you're going to have to lease the wires from every, I don't know what that all means. I don't know. I mean, that's why I'm going to try to get this author on and talk to us about it. Um, but it, it, it's a... Uh, it's a fascinating study, and I think it's something that should be, certainly should should be considered because uh, we know the grid system is is archaic here in America. We know it's overloaded. Um, we know that they're out west, not necessarily here. We know out west, there's all kinds of issues with rolling blackouts where they just can't can't power everything at once. Now you're loading up the system with electric cars, electric vehicles. Elon Musk, the uh, the CEO of Tesla, the, the CEO of Toyota, have both said we don't have the infrastructure in place to even power the electric cars that we've sold already. So it's going to be a continual problem. We're struggling, and you've got the 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 absolute the the terrorist climate terrorist attack on on fossil fuel, and of course they want us to get off fossil fuel, but but have no real answers. Uh, solar's not an answer. Wind's not an answer completely. We might be decades before we can legitimately get off of fossil fuel, but they don't want that. They want Biden to declare a climate emergency now while they still have power. So I think this is, um, I think this is something that could absolutely um, work. I think we have companies that certainly build generation systems that are, are uh, what would be considered greener, and we got some generation systems that are operating on on partial, small percent hydrogen. I think hydrogen is a if we could figure out how to <laughs> how to get a hold of enough of it um, at a cost effective way. I think hydrogen is a great direction to move in the future. But again, there's a lot of opportunities, a lot of possibilities. But I think microgrids are so important because it, we don't have to worry about terrorism knocking out a whole part of the country on a grid system or we don't have to worry about rolling blackouts because there's not enough energy those things can all be handled within the microgrids of those communities or territories that are operating functioning under the microgrid so we're going to try to get more uh, more information about this we're going to try to get uh, uh i'm going to try i've reached out to lisa Cohn, who's the author of this article she's a she's part of the group microgrid knowledge uh i'm going to see if um uh, what they can do about that? I've got a I've got a cool hydrogen idea I'm trying to launch right now, 
I know, how do I get into all this stuff? I don't know. I just, I just like a lot of things. Are, are you like that? You just like a lot. You're curious. You like a lot of stuff. I just like a lot of stuff. And so energy, electricity, very fascinating to me. The whole microgrid, the whole grid system problem is very fascinating to me. Microgrids, I think, are cool. Hydrogen is cool. I just, there's so much that I like to do about uh, get involved in things and, and, and learn about these things. So maybe you're like that. Maybe you're not. Maybe you just, where's, where's the next cheeseburger coming from, which is probably something I need to limit, according to my doctor now. I have to lose some weight. Got to help me with this thing, with this weight thing, guys. You got you to gotta help keep me accountable. I've got to lose a bunch of weight. I just have to. It, it, it's it's for my own health. It's for my family, and uh, <laughs> I just I just love to eat. I don't know about you, but you do you love to eat? You enjoy eating? I certainly do. Um, going back to the electrical, that I I just touched on this story yesterday, but this is what I'm talking about. Everybody wants change. Everybody wants progress. I had a wise politician once taught me this. Everybody wants progress, but nobody wants change. And so, you know, one of the major reasons we have power outages up here is, you know, in the Northeast, is snow, ice falling on, uh, trees breaking, limbs breaking, falling on wires, knocking wires out, and then they got to find them because, you know, in some cases the wires run through woods and they're not as easily accessible. Um, so Eversource wants to do this. They want to they want to take some, they want to cut some trees down, and they want to convert to underground wire. Great idea. I'm I'm all for it. Well, in Reading, the local residents are fighting back hard because Eversource wants to clear hundreds of trees from local and private property in the vicinity of the utility poles so they can do this underground wiring. So what are they saying? Oh, we're all for underground wiring, but not if you have to cut our trees down. It's just like, come on, guys. Everybody can't have it their way. you got to make some compromises along the way. And removing trees, okay, yeah, might be a little harder. to Your, your scenery might be disrupted a little bit. You may not have the view exactly that you have. But would you, would you be willing to trade that to not, not have power outages? I don't know. It affects 9,000 people, apparently. The hundreds of trees would have to be cut down, supposedly, to, according to local officials. Redding said uh, the folks at Redding are, are, are working with um, residents to, to get approvals, private property approvals, consent, to be able to go on the property and cut the trees down. But you get a lot of people pushing against it. So, I mean, you know, again, everybody's in favor of progress as long as there's no change. And so I just think it's a good idea. I think uh, underground wires are, I mean, they're just, they just work. They're safer. They're not, you know, you have to call before you dig, obviously. <laughs> but um, It's just good. It's just good. But I, I, I don't know what kind of support there is. Um, there's so much we could talk about here. You know, is, is for the crypto people out there, some of you guys are into crypto. Is 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 Bitcoin the generic Bitcoin? Is it is it bottomed? Is it bottomed, or is it gonna? Is there is there deeper to go yet? That's the question that crypto people are talking about now. Crypto investors on Twitter talking about Bitcoin's uh, stealth July rally, beleaguered investors starting to ponder whether or not the the largest digital asset has found bottom. Has as 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 the crypto industry has it bottomed out? I mean, it's lost a tremendous amount of value over the last few months. Um, 
Bitcoin's had a rally, about 15% from last month, gained through last Friday. Um, are, are you are you into it? I guess that's my first question. Are, are any of you out there? Are you in? Are you into uh, crypto? Are you investing in in, in cryptocurrency? Uh, are you using cryptocurrency? A lot of companies are shifting. Want to shift to cryptocurrency as a way to to pay bills. There's a company out that I'm re- I'm studying now that that does real estate, um, but they're doing the real estate transactions all via crypto, cryptocurrency. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I I'm not I'm not knowledgeable enough to really make a an evaluation of that. All right, we're going to take a break. A couple commercials. We can fit a few calls in by the end of the show. 860-522-9842. We'll be right back. Stay with us. All right, welcome back. 1057. Wow, the show went by quickly today, guys. Thank you. Uh, great support today. Appreciate your calls. Uh, appreciate all the amen support. 4654, that's where we're at. 46% of the amens today, uh, female. 54 male. So that, that speaks great to the, the high volume of of female listeners we have appreciate that very much um we are out of time so we're not we're not gonna have any time for calls here um so thank you uh thanks again for all your help chris powell appreciate you calling in matt as always great job word of thanks to my crack researcher lj and a nice beautiful day out there it's gonna be wonderful so uh enjoy your time outside uh be well be blessed love you guys And I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 